Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today, we're talking about Mr. Bear and the Honeypot. Uh, I'm going to read you a, a story that I, I found in a book not too long ago, and this story just keeps coming back to me. I, I keep reading it, and every time I read it, I get something new out of it. Um, but really, I want to focus on uh, several things. So number one, the fact that um, there are... there. There is such a thing as overthinking. Okay, so we'll we'll talk about that and kind of how that can really get in your way. And we'll talk about what happens when you become Mr. Bear in the story. What happens when you encounter someone else who is a Mr. Bear in the story? And what are some ways that we as a community of people can support each other when someone else is being difficult or challenging? So uh, it's a great story. Feel free at any time to share the story with anybody that, that you might uh, think would appreciate it, including children. I think this is a good story. There's so much that you could take from this story. Um, but listen, and then I'll ask you a few questions at the end. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So let me start with a story and then I've got a couple questions for you. Okay. So this is a story titled old brother bear, and it's in a book, um, becoming a hollow bone by Ann Wilson Schaefe. Uh, I just love this story. Honestly, there's so much in here that, that we could pick through, but I, I just want to share a couple things with you. All right. So let me start with the story. Old brother bear sure wanted some of that honey the bees had made. He thought and thought about how good it would taste. The more he thought about it, the more he wanted it. The more he wanted it, the more desperate he became. Lots of animals wanted some of that sweet honey. There was no doubt about it. But old Mr. Bear here, he really, really wanted it. And if you know, if you know what I mean. Mr. Bear, he watched those bees come and go. He tried to figure a time when those bees all left the hive, but they always kept a guard. He pretended to sleep nearby, but Turtle noticed that he always kept one eye half open toward the beehive. That old Mr. Bear, he got grumpier and grumpier as he thought about that honey and waited for the right time. The other animals watched old Mr. Bear thinking about that honey, thinking about that honey, planning how to get that honey, and plotting how to get that honey. They knew that there were other kinds of sweet things to get in the forest, like berries, sassafras roots, or sweet hickory nuts, so they went around having a good time putting up things for the winter and feasting in the forest. That old Mr. Bear, though, he became so fixated on that hive of honey that he plumb forgot to start getting fattened up for the winter. He became so agitated about that honey that none of his friends could get near him to have some chat about winter coming and the weather changing and such things. The bees were ready for him. There was no one in the forest who hadn't seen him thinking and plotting about that honey. Even the bees had heard the other animals gossiping. That old Mr. Bear, he has his mind so fixed on that honey that he's not even getting ready for winter. Too much thinking, I'd say, said the Blue Jay. We have to leave soon, and usually by the time we leave, he's pretty fixed for winter, but not this year. Everyone in the forest but Mr. Bear could see the kind of trouble his thinking was getting him into. 
Finally, he had worked himself into such a frenzy with his thinking about that honey that he charged that tree and tried to grab the honeycomb. Well, the bees were ready for him. The foot soldiers crawled over him and stung him wherever they could. The queen's guard, the flying specialist, dive-bombed him and stung his eyes, around his mouth, his gums, and some were even willing to attack his tongue. It was a fierce battle. Mr. Bear grabbed a little bit of a honeycomb, but he was blind from the bee stings and his mouth and paws hurt so bad that he fell out of the tree and hit the ground with a large thud and was knocked out for sure. The other animals cautiously gathered around. They loved Mr. Bear and knew that he was a part of their family. Yet no one wanted to be around Mr. Bear when he was hurt or angry. So they just got into a big circle and waited. He was so knocked out that Bobcat cautiously tried to lick his eyes a bit to heal them. Turtle slowly went to the creek and brought back some mud, and Raccoon patted it on his eyes as a poultice to soothe the bee stings. Even the bees brought little bits of honey, and the ants crawled into his mouth and deposited it on his stings, for they all knew that honey was good for healing stings too. Most of the animals took a taste of the sweet honey that was scattered on the ground or in Mr. Bear's fur, for every one of them liked that sweet honey, but only Mr. Bear seemed greedy with it. The others seemed satisfied with what the bees dropped for them and the sweetness the flowers offered up before the bees got there. There was plenty to go around. The dragonflies whispered to one another that it was a shame that Mr. Bear had thought and thought so much about that honey. They figured that all that thinking had made him a little crazy in the head. The dragonflies buzzed around and talked with the other creatures of the forest, and they all agreed that they felt sorry for Mr. Bear and could see that all that thinking had sure enough caused great trouble for Mr. Bear. They all agreed that they all like Mr. Bear, really, and that he just lost himself when he thought too much about that honey. Mr. and Mrs. Porcupine agreed to guard the honeycomb so he would have it when he woke up. The bees agreed that they thought he had learned his lesson and they, they could work harder and make more honey before winter. Some of the other animals agreed to gather extra food and share some of their winter stores with Bear. They knew that when he woke up he would have a terrible headache with all that thinking and he was sure to be hungry. All of the animals of the forest agreed to take part of that day and try to help Mr. Bear. Anyone could get silly sometimes, and it was a good reminder of the kind of trouble that too much thinking could cause an otherwise good person. All were happy that Mr. Bear was just knocked out and not dead. They really did like him after all. I love that story. Um, like I said, there's so much that we could unpack, uh, but I really wanted to focus on a couple things. So first of all, this idea of overthinking, overanalyzing, kind of getting stuck on something. Uh, I'll tell you that, that most of my clients that I work with, um, they tend to be in, in this category. Uh, they come to me because they're like, Michelle, I'm stuck. Uh, I can't move forward. I don't know why. And they've gotten themselves kind of turned around, um, and, metaphorically knocked out just like bear um, because of their overthinking, their overanalyzing. Rather than stepping out and taking an action step and just seeing what happens, um, they get themselves caught up in their thinking. So what are you thinking about the most? Are you stuck in some way? Um, do you feel distracted maybe from your purpose or your goals? Um, one of the things that I, I tend to think about with or talk through with my clients is, okay, if you're, if you're doing this kind of thinking, 
what is the end result? Now, oftentimes what happens is that the client will, you know, continue to think about that and like, what's the end result? And the only end result they can come up with is not that they have a better life or someone else has a better life, but that they get themselves stuck and worried and more concerned with how life is going than before. So if the end result is just less peace and more worry, then that's a really good sign that you are overthinking and you're stuck. So you're going to end up like Mr. Bear here where you're so uh, fixated on that one thing. So a a great example of this is um, I, I was working with a leader the other day and he was really struggling because he wanted his team to meet certain metrics. But instead of waking up every day and saying, how can I support my team? He was just stuck in the worry about that. So he wanted that thing so bad so he could get the acknowledgement from his bosses that he was just worrying about it rather than getting up and saying, what one thing I can I do today to support my team? Okay. So that's the difference. So um, it's kind of like with Mr. Bear, you know, he could have uh, probably talked to the bees, right, in this story and said, hey, you know, I, I, I know that you, any way we can work out a deal here, right? But he got so stuck in his thinking that it caused him to do something that hurt himself and ultimately others. And then the second thing I thought about as I was reading this is, um, you know, what if you're somebody in this story that's not Mr. Bear, right? What what if um, you realize that there's somebody in your sphere, your world? So it could be somebody that you're living with or that you're working with or that you spend a lot of time with um, or could be your boss, right? I I have a lot of clients that their bosses are causing them some angst, (laughs) So what if you're one of the other animals in the story, but that person you're dealing with is Mr. Bear, right? What if they are um, causing trouble, if you will, they're being challenging, Um, they're being difficult people because they're worried about what's happening in life. Um, they're, They're facing temptations, they're facing troubles. Uh, I was talking to a client the other day and um, she was bringing up a a difficult relationship with a family member. And we were talking through that. And I got the sense that this person that she was talking about was really scared in life. And so we were talking about that. She's like, oh my gosh, yes. And uh, she had amazing uh, insight into this person and things that had happened in this person's past and how um, how it was affecting their, their present. And I, I flashed back onto this story with Mr. Bear and I thought, oh my gosh, that's a, that's a Mr. Bear. He is, he's scared. He's, um, you know, in a place of lack and limitation and he's kind of lashing out. So are there people in your life that are the Mr. Bear? They're just stuck, right? They're doing the best that they can. They're not trying to make your life miserable. They're just stuck. And then 
uh, I love how at the end of the story, the, the community really came together and said, you know, Mr. Bear kind of forgot himself. We could see it coming. Uh, you know, he, he uh, got himself into a bad situation and pretty much, you know, it could happen to any of us. And so they all said, you know, we really do like him and we want the best for him. And so what can we do? And each person in the community or animal, I guess I should say, um, came together and said, what's one thing that I can do for him? And they each from their own heart said, I'm willing to give this, right? They didn't stop and say, you know, Mr. Bear, he doesn't deserve our help. Um, he should have seen this coming. He should have taken care of this a long time ago. Um, and the bear, the bees didn't say, well, there you go. You shouldn't have, have done this. You shouldn't have attacked us. Um, it's good that you fell out of the tree and got knocked out, right? Nobody ever said that. The community all came around and said, yep, we could see it coming a mile away. <laughs> yep, we could see how he got stuck. And hmm, it could have been me, right? So what is one little thing that I can do? So as you're going about life, listen, you're either going to be Mr. Bear at some point, or you're going to be somebody dealing with a Mr. Bear. And so if you're not the Mr. Bear, don't just consider yourself lucky and kind of bl blame and, and shame and, and judge the other Mr. Bears in your life. Try to come from a place of understanding and ask yourself, how can I care for this Mr. Bear even if they're being difficult and challenging? And I promise you, the more that we as humans come together and treat each other with dignity and respect and honor, especially when we're being difficult, the more that we'll do that for each other when it's your turn, because like I said, you're either going to be a Mr. Bear, you're going to be dealing with a Mr. Bear. And so, you know, my encouragement to you today as you go throughout your life is there's going to be a Mr. Bear. You're just looking for it. Where, where is it at? Right. And how can you serve? Now we're not trying to solve problems for people. We're not trying to tell them what to do. Um, notice that in the story, all of the animals, they didn't come and say, this is what he should do. They were thinking through, you know, what, what does Mr. Bear like? We know, obviously he likes the honey. So the bees said, okay, we can give him a little bit of honey. And then everybody knew his need, right? They said, listen, he's forgot himself. He's not prepared for the winter. So how can we help him get prepared for the winter? He, so everybody decided, here's what little I can give to get him prepared. So they, they knew his, his likes, his wants, his needs, and they gave from that. So as you are going out and dealing with people today, especially as they're a Mr. Bear, ask yourself, what do you know about this person? What can you give them that you know is going to be helpful for them? So don't, don't try not to go to the place of, well, you should have done this and you should do this, but what do you think that they need and try to give from that? Okay. Awesome. Hey, I hope this was really helpful today and, and got you to think. Um, and for sure, uh, man, this is a great story. Uh, if you have children in your life, uh, you might want to play the story for them again and, and just have them listen uh, and have some discussions about what they notice about the story. Okay. Awesome. With that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.